right, welcome to Rock Vegas, everybody. Um, this is Glenn Rockney. Got a special guest with me today. This is your is this your fourth time? Yes, fourth time. Fourth time. Fourth time. You uh think you might be tied with Matt Fallon now, if I'm not mistaken. But <laughs> yeah. Matt Matt just hops on. I don't even invite him. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Let this guy hack my my mainframe. He just shows up. I don't know. You might gonna show kick up him today. Out. I'm not gonna kick him out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh um, but yeah, so uh from Raiders Wire. Taped on live podcast, expanding the box score. Am I missing anything else? Uh, just blog baby now too. Just blog baby. Okay, right on. This is something new every time you come on here. Actually, you got you got like a new uh, a new thing in your uh, in your arsenal. So yeah, uh, man. But it's Marcus Johnson. Marcus Johnson at the Mark John NFL on Twitter. Um, I'm sure most of you guys follow him, uh, especially if you listen to this podcast. I would hope you do. Yeah. Um. So the Raider season's over. It's kind of dead too. There's rumors, but you are a draft guy, so your season kind of just begun. Correct. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely going into the draft and trying to find out who's the best players out there, especially with the Raiders' needs. You know, we need defensive line, so we're definitely looking at defensive line for sure. Yeah. Safety is definitely a need. Uh, some would say tackle is a need. Um, definitely, uh, we did a little episode just actually dropped yesterday about yes, doing tackles, yep. right? So, I mean, we're, there's a lot of the needs that the Raiders have. You know, it is. It all decides where they want to go because where they're at 17, I mean, they might get a good player that falls to them, might be best player available. They might have to go with what's best on their board at that point in 17 and not try to go for need. So it's going to be an interesting draft, and we're going to find out who they believe in basically this offseason. Like, right. who, who is who is on the fence? Like, who do they really believe in that's going to take a next step regardless? So. Yeah, because you're getting year – God, what is it? So this will be year four of of uh, of the like the Gruden's first class. Yeah, uh-huh. Which, in theory, you, you'd maybe say Colton Miller is the one that survives that, maybe gets a second deal. I, I think he will. Yeah. Uh, uh. See, uh, see, Hurst is, like, on that. Yeah, like, it he, should he, be. He should right? Be. But he, he's on that, that prove-it section. He's, like, in the last – uh, what, last year of his deal, right? Because he's a fifth round pick, so he's only get four years on his deal. So he he doesn't get that fifth year option or anything like that. I mean, he, he might ball out this year just because if it's a contract year. That, well, I just I mean, hope they keep him. You think Gus Bradley keep like what if Gus Bradley's like, nah, I'm good. That's what see, I'm scared of. See that that that's that's what we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out how much they actually mm -hmm. like some of these guys or how much they think because that's gonna tell us the offseason because they could go into there and be like, Okay, let's give him Reese Hurst a chance because they haven't. I mean, maybe they give him a, a full chance. And I know he struggles against the run and I, I know those things, but I mean he's such a, a he has so much potential as a pass rusher that you maybe can really tap into it and maybe find something there if you just let him go, you know? And uh so it's, that's what is interesting. That's why that's why I'm so interested in this offseason because, I mean, we're going to find out maybe they don't like the corners. You know, maybe that's a thing they don't like. Yeah. Maybe they go get some corners or something, and that might shock us. You know, but it's we're going to find out who they like on this roster who's young, and that's why it's interesting to me. Yeah. Um. And one uh, one thing I'm hoping – this is what I'm hoping with Gus Bradley is he comes in and goes, you guys weren't playing 73? You guys were – you guys were had him on the bench the whole time? You no. Know, Every down, yeah, he's on my. Yeah. He's on, that's what I'm hoping happens, where he's just like you idiots, and yeah. then does that, like, because I think that it, that helps their pass rush so much if he's just on the field, you know, yeah, and, and on and the just field, let him go, right, and just let him go, and let him go. And, and Bradley's not the biggest. Let's let's stop the run guy. So it's be interesting where they go. 
my type of guy. I love it. But uh, um, so one one thing, this just goes on for overall philosophy, but I do think it applies to the Raiders because on the PFF NFL draft, I think it's two for one drafts it's called with yes. uh, Mike Renner and Austin Gale. I was listening to them. They had a mailbag uh, scenario and Austin Gale's like, he says he's a former Raider fan, but I nobody's a former Raider fan. Come on, Edwin. But yeah. the, the, the funny thing about what he was saying was the question was, okay, why don't teams actually like, read mock drafts not to like get advice but to get buzz on guys to maybe realize like hey maybe this guy that i love he might be available in the in in the second round i still love him you know i mean but positional value and i would argue with almost five all five of mike mayock's first round picks might have been overdrafted yeah because even with jacobs as good as he is positional value 24 is not great so I, i could i could say almost all five of them henry ruggs maybe maybe but uh why, why don't teams do that? You know, like, why's your answer to that? Like that they're so hardheaded to at least not take the buzz in. See, I wouldn't say teams are hardheaded. I just don't think they use the PFF mock draft. I think they look at like Daniel Jeremiah's. I think they look at Mike Mack's old mock drafts. I think they look at mock drafts like that. You think they with do? Guys are, yeah, with some guys that are connected. I know some draft rooms, they will, they will do that. They will see who's doing what, especially if, because, you know, there's some guys who are just connected to the NFL, just like you brought up Josh Jacobs and um, some of those guys getting drafted early. But if you follow Daniel Jeremiah, he had a lot of those guys in the first round. Like he was higher on, higher on Jonathan Abram than a lot of people were. True. He had Jonathan Abram as a first round grade. And, I, you know, th- that a lot of that, because he's a TV guy, that's what he's hearing. And it's what he thinks. It's a little bit of both. He, he tries to yeah. say that his top 50 is what he thinks, is what he all what he thinks. But I don't I don't believe him that much. I think it's a little bit of what he's hearing mm-hmm. and what he thinks. Right. So it's it's who's in tapping to wear it. And I know PFF, they 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 love themselves. So they, they want to know why the NFL is not looking at their mock drafts, yeah. which that's why they went. I remember when the Cardinals uh, had a had a draft a couple of years ago when they were going to draft like Isabella and Byron right. Murphy, but and they had those guys like super high. They gave them like an A plus draft for everything, and those guys really haven't turned out to be superstars. I mean, Byron Murphy is pretty solid corner. I'm not gonna give him that, but Isabella hasn't done anything in two years. So, yeah. and the, and PFF was super high on him. So if you go by what the Cardinals did, maybe people shouldn't be listening to PFF. But. Well, and, and PFF gets <laughs> PFF gets mad when if you if you don't take either a quarterback, wide receiver or tackle in the yeah. first round or corner. Yeah. Yeah. So th- those four positions, if you take anything outside those four positions in the first round, you, they pretty much is an F grade. So yeah. like, like yeah. it's funny it, when they mock the, the, the things they mock to teams. They're like, yeah, you know, there's a, got a number of needs, but you got to go wide receiver here. Like what? <laughs> like, you know, we're four deep already. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the, the th- their problem is with, with college is that they apply their grades too much to the college to it's like what goes into the draft right and a player this is college football right i mean this if this guy's talented and he's dynamic he's he's gonna grade really well in college football mm-hmm. just like if he's a quarterback he's gonna throw the ball really well in college football and he's gonna have a high grade right and some of those things don't always translate right. that's why they're huge on zach wilson because zach wilson's pff grade is super high and that's why they had you know baker mayfield's the greatest you know they love Baker, uh, quarterback to come out because he graded like 95 with us. And, and, and those things always don't translate because 
NFL is more of like, are you a great athlete, right? Like, are, mm-hmm. are you a great athlete? I mean, quarterback is like, you have to handle a lot of different things and a lot of different coverages. You got to be smart. You're just not playing quarterback and having some guy wide open and you're throwing an accurate pass to him. And then it's a, a yeah. plus two grade. You know what I mean? So it's, that's what PSS problem. And that's why they'll, they'll miss on some guys that have athletic upside because they didn't grade well. And you, sometimes you got to grade for traits and athleticism with, with drafting. That's what I believe. Sometimes you just yeah. can't, yeah, you can't box score watch with everybody. It's important, but sometimes some guys just have traits, man. You yeah. Know? You hope, you hope that they have the athletic traits and the box score, right? Yeah, like, exactly. You hope, you hope that it's like, wow, this guy was really productive, you know, like Cleo and Furl, very productive in college. Yeah. Insanely productive, like great tape, great everything. But you're like, ah, you know, you and I talked about it. Maybe, maybe he sat out on the combine strategically, you know, on certain things, and, and uh, it probably helped a little bit. They helped a little bit. <laughs> but, the, but the Raiders, the thing about the Raiders is they hope guys are slow. That's my favorite thing. He's like Josh Jacobs. I was glad he was slow. It's like you, you still would have been there at 24, Mike. Oh career, man, four or five. Like, yeah, I just, I always laugh. Like, it's like, man, when I hear that, I'm like, you should never hope a guy runs slow. I'm sorry. No, no you shouldn't. <laughs> like, it, it kills me every time. But yeah. Um, so another thing is, did you catch the uh, the Al Davis documentary at all? Yes, I did. Thirty thirty. Yeah, yeah. What do you, sure. what'd you think? What do you think of the CGI, man? This, <laughs> I mean, fake. Oh, the CGI was it was interesting. It, it was. I mean, it's better these days. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not like yeah, it used to be, but these days it's a lot better. So, uh, it wasn't like crazy bad, but it was kind of weird. I, it was a little weird for me, but I thought it was interesting. You know, the whole stadium thing aspect they mm-hmm. try to put into it, and how he was kind of innovative was trying to get those big stadiums built and and how he had that push for it and so i thought that was very interesting yeah this, this whole battle with uh Pete roselle is just crazy yeah they made like when when i see those like cgi things it reminds me of those old like murder mysteries where they reenacted i'm like did al yeah. kill pete roselle i was like i didn't hear that story like did he did he murder pete roselle or something like the way they were framing it was so weird yeah. and they made yeah. al they made al look kind of like a bitch i'm not gonna lie and they made pete look tougher which was complete opposite. Like I didn't think Al looked that sick in CGI. Like, yeah. Like they gave him like a kind of double chinish a little bit. I'm like, what's going on here, man? Like I wasn't feeling that, dude. But the, the story, yeah, phenomenal. Like I thought, yeah. I, I thought that was a good story. Like I, the Irwindale stuff is really cool because I, I wasn't yeah. around for any of that. And um, but yeah, uh, getting to where I wanted to go with that, the Al, if Al Davis was still alive what's 90 something by now or something you know yeah yeah but he wouldn't have retired no way um yeah yeah if he was alive still the owner of the right yeah oh 100 percent. carlton heston with the cold dead fingers with the rifle like Uh, still making draft picks too yeah 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 Yeah. they they're they they would be messing with them like al you're super at risk of covid and i'll be like nah no mask in the draft room let's go (laughs) let's get it He's like, what, what, you, what's that? And, uh, but so what do you think? And, and this is such a loaded question. So you don't have, obviously, you know, it's been years uh, since the, the week he, you know, died. I think it was 2011 that he yeah. passed away. Like, what do you think for one, does Gruden come back? And two is what does the team look like? You know? Well, one, I, I would say Nick Gruden never comes back. I think they had they 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 that relationship broke up for a reason. I mean, there's a lot of theories that I have of why that why that ended up happening. And then I guess there's you know there's stories out there too. But uh, I mean, he really didn't that 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 relationship that they had. You know, Gruden wanted the control. Al, you know, still wanted to pick the coordinators and the defensive coordinators and stuff like that. He he wanted to have it's still his team. He's not the coach. He picks the coach, but it's still 
his teams, kind of like how Jerry Jones does it. You know, Jerry Jones still does it that way. Jerry Jones basically picks what's around everybody. Just like how, um, God, I can't think of his name. Who's the offensive coordinator that went to Boise State? Kellen Moore. Moore. Yeah, yeah Kellen Moore. He's, you know, he ended up staying with Mike McCarthy. You know, that's probably Jerry Jones probably pushing for that to keep right. Kellen Moore, you know, because he has that say. And that's kind of how Al was. And, you know, in, in a, I don't think Al liked how Gruden was kind of the West Coast dink and dunk either. I don't think he was, yes. he, he didn't like that that much. I don't think he wanted the more vertical kind of offense. And, you know, as soon as, as soon as Callahan came in, they, they started, they became more vertical. You know, and, oh, yeah. you know, it, it, and a little bit with the, uh, the tuck rule, too, and they had that bad ending and then they lost and there should have been a better team. I think that had a lot to do with that. So I don't see Gruden come back at all. But the interesting part is how long would Hugh Jackson have been the coach? Yeah, uh, that's a good point, because I, I it's tough to say anybody would last long with Al. Yeah, you know I mean, it's tough to say like, oh, he'd be here forever because it's just one little thing and you're gone. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I will say is I one thing he wouldn't have liked was and it was the thing that was made Hugh Jackson dead to me was yeah. that last game when uh, they lost to the Chargers. And I I, I want to say that was must have oh, been 2011. I think it was later that year. Yeah. Uh, Palmer was awful in the game. Uh, it was just yeah. a bad game. There was a win and get in because uh, <laughs> Debo Manion doesn't mean anything. You don't get the Demarius Thomas <sighs> to the house. Uh, none of that yeah. happens if the Raiders win that game. Uh, but when Hugh Jackson, like just threw every player under the bus in the press conference. Yeah, he did. I'm not, I'm not sure Al would have gone with that. I don't, I maybe, I don't, I don't know if I could say that. Cause he was like, Hey, ask the players, not me. I didn't do, he said that yeah. basically, uh, you know, in, in a roundabout way. Uh, but he, Hugh was everything Al wanted. Yeah. I mean, you, you do make a good point though with, with Hugh in that the way that it ended and Hugh kind of just threw everybody else over to the bus except him that even though he didn't have his team ready and they just let Phil Rivers and the Chargers go up and down the field on him for no reason and just ruined all our hearts we all thought we were about to go to the playoffs for the <laughs> that one was bad that, that was, that's one of the worst Raiders games I've ever watched is that one such an emotional roller coaster that year too just with I was at the Jason Campbell game where he breaks his collarbone yeah when you could sit on Mount Davis so he just went slid forward and he just lays there I'm like concussion that sucks he'll be back next game that's fine you yeah. know and then all of a sudden Kyle Bowler is just throwing lawn darts all game and I'm like we got to go do something then they trade and get Palmer and I'm like what like for two, how many picks yeah. the guy hasn't played in a year I'm like oh whatever Palmer's yeah. still good you know yeah. and, then, and then that happens like when they lost to Tebow when Tebow had the big comeback on him and and when that happened that that year was even more brutal than this year for the Raiders yeah. for me I was so hyped when they got Carson Palmer. I remember that. I was hyped, bro. Like, you're, you're a different, like, I was hyped. I was like, yo, we got Carson, man. He's, you he could, uh, you know, he has the cannon. He's won before. I was ready. I, I, I wanted him. I didn't take it. I didn't think it would he, be two firsts. That was he the problem. He terrible yeah. here, though, man. Yeah. God, he was terrible. Yeah. And then, it, and then yeah, yeah, it wasn't a good fit. I, I mean, actually, I think Hugh and Carson are a good fit. I mean, they, they had been together yeah. before, I believe, right? And since he, yeah. right, what, had they been or no? Uh, I think I think he was there on the yeah. market for sure. That, that's why they traded for him because they, they they had that connection. Yeah. that's why he got the uh, the two, two first. first. That's picks. what scared me. I liked Palmer, but I was like two first for a guy to come in mid season and learn yeah. the offense. I was like, nah, man. Like, I just they, I think they threw him out there way too quick because it was Kyle Bowler or Carson Palmer for the KC they, game. Remember the KC game? Yeah. That was the worst game. I think that might have been top five worst games I've ever seen. Because even they <laughs> threw Palmer out there and he's throwing picks. And they didn't want to, but Bowler yeah. was was so bad, uh, and oh. uh, that was the worst. But do what? What do you think draft wise? Like, there's guys like Cleveland Furl don't get drafted by Al Davis, right? 
I'm not saying that they make a better no, pick. No, no. You know, Henry Ruggs maybe, but people love speed with Al Davis. But one thing Al Davis had to have was speed with size. Yeah. He loved athletes. So yeah, you had he, to he definitely, definitely would have drafted different for sure. Tell you right now, first round pick in 20, uh, whenever he got drafted, DK Metcalf does not get past the Raiders in the first round. <laughs> That's super, super, does, super true. Does not. He goes at four. And you know, that, that wouldn't have been a bad pick. It would have been, been we would have got killed for like a month. And then they would have been like, oh no, this dude's a dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the, the, the real question is like, who would the quarterback be? I mean, that would be. Wouldn't the, be Carr. It, would, it wouldn't be Derek. You don't think they would draft Derek? If all? you don't, if you don't, if you go to the playoffs uh-huh. once, I, it doesn't, yeah. I'm not saying, you know me, like I, I'll make the case for Carr and I know you will too. I just don't think Al has the patience for, for that. I think Al is a lot more oh, no, like Raiders Twitter than they are, than he is like, you know, John Gruden. hundred percent. I think, I think he would ride with Carson for as long because Carson could throw that deep ball. Oh he yeah. Would, he would have rode with Carson for a little bit. Like we would, at least into 2015, it would have been. <laughs> What a 2015. Pretty, yeah. Try to get that, like, try to build around that cannon and try to get, like, some some speed guys in there so they could throw deep. You know, they might, he might have been crazy and brought in Bruce Arians or something. And then that would have been totally different. That would be because, interesting. Because he would have, he would have, like, that deep ball and what they were doing, bro. Like, yeah, that vertical game that Arians had, that would be somebody that he would like to hire. And with Carson Palmer, I think they mm-hmm. would have did a little damage. Yeah, and, he, and I think he'd be on board because I think John Gruden, the reason him and Al didn't get along because he kind of like is Al Davis. It's like a type A and type A. Like yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't work. I think John Gruden wants to be his own version of Al Davis. I think that's why he took this job because yeah. um, Mark isn't his dad. Like it's it's not he's not the same. Mark yeah. Mark would love to Mark gave Gruden the 10 year deal, in my opinion, just to be like, I get to just chill. Like I, I get to do my thing. I got my stadium. This guy's taking the reins. You know what I mean? Like and Al would never I would yeah. never give a coach 10 year deal. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like George Bush. Like he thinks he's like he's fixing his dad's mistake. You know, <laughs> yeah. he thinks his dad made a mistake and he's trying to show his dad that like, hey, you, you should have worked it out with Gruden and Gruden's going to make it happen. But it, it's not like, it's yeah. like I don't, you know, I, I don't know if you, you know, you want to get obsessed with some guy who nobody else is really trying to hire and, and you're the only person that's trying to pull him out the booth. And you never know, man. Betting against was, yourself, tough, bidding yeah. against yourself. There's no yeah. way any other team was like, I'll give you nine years. And and uh, and Gruden's like, you know, like pawn stars and, you know, best I could do. I bet you Tampa was probably like, dude, I'll give you 20 million a year for four years because I know Tampa was the other thing. I bet you like because I would have been better with that. I'd have been like, just give him 20 million a year for four years. Yeah. But he I, I think Gruden wanted that that like this is my I have a decade to make this franchise great, you know, and um, it doesn't happen there. And do you OK, just to wrap that part up, do you think yeah. the Raiders would be in better shape now than wonder what they currently have if al never died i mean when he was was leaving or when he did die they they're probably in their best shape or they're in the best direction that yeah they were going in a long time i mean they had probably the best team that they put together um you know i, I think he kind of foiled the bag with namdi and he probably would have foiled the bag with some other things but who knows what he if he would have built the team it all all would have been based on who he picked as a quarterback to be honest i mean that that would have been the decision going forward especially in this day and age, and I mean, he picked the wrong quarterback before, you know, and oh, sure did, yeah, yeah, right. And <laughs> that, that that would be the big thing for Al is like, could he pick the right quarterback, you know, to, to yeah, do what he really wanted to do. But I, but I, I do wonder now with guys who can like, it's never been a a league, that, and and you still have to be better beyond what I'm saying. But but his yeah. philosophy makes way more sense now than it did ten years ago, right? Like yeah, his it, like draft the athletes, draft the rocket arm 
draft mm-hmm. the guy, the quarterback that can move around. And, and let's, let's be real. If any, like I was giving black quarterbacks a chance before anybody was. Yeah. And, and he would have, you know, the reclamation stories like Waller, look, who knows if Waller actually happens, but he'd be doing things like that. Be like, yeah. Oh, this guy's cast off, but look, he's a freak. Like say getting guys like that. I think his philosophy makes a lot more sense now. And I think the, the um, college offenses translate a little bit better to the NFL. And I'm wondering if maybe the margin for error, like, or his, his room for error would be a little better now. You yeah. know, just be like, I will take this, this absolute track. Cause I think like, let's take 2014. I think he, he drafts Sammy Watkins. He finds a way to get Sammy Watkins in that draft. Yeah, Sammy Watkins, I think, was great, hurt a lot, you know, maybe didn't perform that high, but it wouldn't have been the bust that Darius Hayward Bay was, you know, like, yeah. just, just, I, I don't know. I guess that's what I mean. I don't know. Or maybe he still takes Mac, you know, I, I mean, True. I mean, Mac, Mac was a big time freak yeah. prospect freak. Yeah, so maybe freak. he still does or you know, set, trades the farm for Clowney. I could see him just being like, this is the, the craziest athlete I've ever seen in my life. See, so the thing with Al, man, is like we're not even thinking about the crazy veterans he traded for. Because I mean, I mean, he traded for Richard Seymour, and that was half the reason why they didn't have first round picks for the longest. Is I love Seymour here, though. And, and, God, I, lo- I loved him. I, I mean, thought he played well thought, too. That defensive line, we have not had a better defensive line since that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Seymour played line, pretty well here, dude. Tommy yeah. Kelly, Des- Desmond Bryant, uh, um, was it Matt Shaughnessy, Trevor Scott. Those guys were good. Like that, yeah. they, they could get, they couldn't, they had nothing for coverage and had no linebackers. But, uh, yeah. but they could get you down with four. Like yeah. it's like, yeah, I, I liked it. I'd rather have that D line than what we have now. Personally, like I, <laughs> I mean, that's that's why I've been thinking. I'm like, dude. I was like, man. I, I'm not saying they would be because, like you said, there might have been. Look, I think Al still makes the AB trade. I guarantee you, he does it. Yeah, I, he, yeah. He, he yeah I'm saying he, he would have he yeah. still making uh, crazy trades, like crazy that. trades. He was uh, a wild card, man. Yeah, he was, he was a wild card. Just but imagine. like I said, I would have I. What we were talking about before, I want to see them get back to like cherishing athleticism the way Al Davis did. I mean, like Al Davis, it was scripture to him. Like it didn't matter anything else. And, you know, yeah. you want to find a middle ground with that. But I want to see them get back to dra- getting uh, some like freak athletes. And mm-hmm. so um, before we get into some prospects that you like, uh where would you say, I mean, we said D line's probably number one, right? But beyond yeah. that, where are you at with, with needs on the team? Just something we have to address this year. I mean, safety is a big one. Yeah. Uh, they got to find some kind of safety. Even, I mean, they're rolling with Jonathan Abram, obviously. So we could throw that out the window of replacing him, or if, even if you don't like him, that's they're rolling yeah, with Jonathan Abram for, for another year, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. uh, so they got to find another safety. They can't be putting Eric Harris and all those guys out there if they want to play better football. So just, just, just an upgrade there in any way possible so that's probably if you bring in a veteran you're probably gonna have to do both bring in a veteran and yeah. bring in a rookie right so we could find somebody for the future and somebody just to fill the hole right now if that guy's not ready because they can't they cannot go to into the year with like eric harris and having to finish year down 11 they got to add depth to that safety position too so that's why i think that they should uh focus on that on the draft but it you know a lot of good safeties are in the go day late day two early day three so i mean not every the best safeties in the league not every single one is the number one pick in the draft like mark you know you get some ones that are like marcus williams who are good safety who are like third round picks so you would find those depth guys that come in and they you know they pick up offenses really well and they fit the scheme and they find some guy that can have some good range and you know they can pick them up at day two day three that can bring some depth but i think they also got to bring in a veteran guy and they got to they gotta do that too, and I don't know who they're gonna buy or who they're gonna spend money on right now. But couldn't it be? Couldn't it technically be Marcus Williams? Uh, yeah, they could do that too. <laughs> they could do that too. So, so, so that is true. And then safeties aren't expensive. That's no, the thing. Like they're, they're like a 
you know, they're, they're not a very uh, light position. That's what I'm talking about. You can get some guys like late day two because safeties fall because people are, people are like, I can find a safety anywhere. That's what people feel like running backs with safeties. Like I can find a good safety. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Marcus Williams probably won't be that much money. He might be like 9 million, which is something they could afford. And they bring in something like him that, yeah, I'll be happy about that. Yeah. Right? That's just an upgrade, a good player. You know, maybe he's not even a great player, you know, but he's a good player, good fit. You know, one guy I really like that, you know, is Malik Hooker, who, you know, who's somebody that yeah. I try to figure out. I mean, I haven't heard any rumors about um, him being out there, but. Uh, it's that's somebody that is has upside about his injuries you know what I'm saying that's depth but then you still draft somebody yeah. and if you hit on Malik Hooker right that's yeah. a that's a plus and then you it's got good to have a couple draft. good players yeah yeah <laughs> and, and then like what if Abram doesn't come out you got safety depth and because you know yeah. a lot of people they play different safety positions so I mean that that's the key man they, they got to figure out the safety position and add some depth there because yeah. they, can't they can't have down and love it out there no they can't no none of them that look like me uh nobody like me should be playing safety let me die panned up i shouldn't be playing safety and uh the uh i mean what about harrison smith bro you can't the harrison smith he's all right, he's all right. i'm harrison smith he got he he got his shit high and tight that's like yeah yeah trust me if you look like me like don't yeah, don't, don't. yeah. Fucking, i see dow and levitt i'm just like that plays ball like yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah just whatever you know no hate but uh it's it's this defense is terrible what would you say about um like i i'm i want to add another receiver like if there's a good receiver out there i want to add another one i a receivers to me are like pitching in baseball if you have an you can never have too many you're never like oh we're set yeah. we have a set we're set at pitching i'd rather have a lot of receivers um especially in a kind of a they spread the way car spreads the ball around the way gruden likes to spread the ball around um, yeah my number one's Odell. I want to go get Odell. Um, okay. What about you floated the idea of adding somebody like a Corey Davis, which I thought was interesting. What do you yeah. think about that? Uh, I, I think uh, if they get to add another receiver, I think they got to make the decision that they, if they want to throw the football, like, are we going to throw the football or, cause if they're going to run the football, I don't know if they really need to bring in a receiver. There's not, there's, if you're going to be a run first team, there's not a lot of targets for everybody. So, I mean, everybody gets mad about the targets. Like, Oh, this guy needs this target. This guy needs this target. I mean, they do the ball like what? 540 times. I mean, total between him and Mariota Carl only threw it 517 times. And then he, they were throwing it a lot to end the year. So that was pretty low before that. So there's not a lot of targets there. So if, if they're going to add receivers or add weapons, I mean, you already got rugs, you got Edwards, you got Waller, you got the, some of the running backs getting targets. You got, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of targets to go around. I think they need to make the decision like, okay, in today's NFL, I mean, we, if you like car, right. I mean, you want to keep car, you want to move forward. Maybe it's time to throw the ball 580 times like this. It, the, it ain't going to work if we're going to add some, some more people. And if they want to go that route, then I'm all for them adding another yeah. receiver because, Good point. but they need to make that decision. If they're going to be a run first, this run first football team, they got to, they got to make sure that they can run the ball first, yeah. which, is, which is a big problem that for some reason, nobody likes to talk about. It's how they couldn't run the football last year. And it's like a glaring issue. Like this is a run first football team and they were not planning on airing it out. Like they had to at the end of the year. Right. So they were planning on, and, and they still tried to run the football. That's the problem they got to figure out how to run the football if that's what they want to be. If they want to decide they want to pass the football, then yeah, they need to bring in some more receivers because then the targets get spread. Yeah. Then we're then Edwards gets, if, if Edwards is the, is the lowest, he gets like 40 targets and then rugs right, gets right, like right. 60 or 70 and then Renfro's getting 80. 
you know, and then Waller is going to get his 140 and then yeah. it adds up to like 590 passes. Like it has to be like that to, to, yeah. to get the, the targets up. But so you become it's like an identity crisis at this point. Like what what is your offense? Are you going to still which I feel like I know the answer, unfortunately, and it's not the yeah. answer I want it to be. But um, OK, let's go to the run game here. Left guard. I think left guard's a huge, a huge need on this team. Yeah. You might, you, you make a case for John Simpson. I remember when I was talking to you right around that Bronco game, kind of towards the end of the season, you're like, there's something here. So do you think it's a need or do you think you let Simpson go out there? Uh, it depends on how much they, they like Simpson. I, I think Simpson played well to end that in that last game. He played really well. He had a really, really, really good game in pass pro and running the football. He was, uh, definitely had a lot of attitude that I think the offensive line needs. So yeah. If they like Simpson, I mean, they could probably plug him in and try to see what's going on, but I still think they might add some depth. I think they're going to try to go with like a swing tackle, probably pretty late, somebody that could play different yeah. positions so they can move them around probably in the draft. I think that they, they're going to look for somebody like that. Um, I know they really, I, 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 I don't know this. I, I don't want to say that, but I just have a feeling uh, they like Alex Leatherwood because of how athletic he is and he can play guard too. And he He's can play tackle. Yeah. yeah so we, it, it, it was they got to figure out how to get this offensive line back to running the football well and it it's not really all on the offensive line i think john has to decide that he has to become more multiple with how he runs the football um if they're in, if they're in 11 personnel which i'll explain is basically one tight end one running back right mm-hmm. and so you basically have like three wide receivers most of the time and that's and when they pass that's what they're in they pass yeah. out of that like all the time that's their main pass they don't they don't pass that they pass out of other personnel, but they mm-hmm. don't pass that much they run the ball like heavy like one to three like they, uh sorry uh like six seven percent of the time and other personnel are running the football 70 percent right, right, right. and 11 they're passing so it's 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 a lot of things that have to do with the run game that aren't just the line it's i mean john has to figure out how to he has to fix that he has to figure out how to be not predictable basically yeah because the defense could just cheat they could be like you might burn me every once in a while but i'm gonna snap that first and ten run that we all know yeah you're not you're getting one yard yeah almost yeah i hear you um so so that's good and then um how are you with the corners with the young corners i i mean you said maybe they don't like the corner i'm not saying you you're floating that out there you're just saying yeah. there's a possibility that gus bradley might not like trayvon mullen there's a, a a possibility like that but where are you at with those corners like because i i'm i still i go back and forth like every day i wake up i'm like ah there's something there sometimes yeah. i'm like eh. i i wonder how that, that that's i wonder how bradley feels about him because i think arnett and mullen will do well in his system Mm-hmm. I think they're they both fit and what he wants to do and like a lot of his his cover three looks they have some press man on the other side and things like that and I think both these guys excel in press man and I think it's gonna be a good look for them there uh, it's more about like the nickel you know is is it gonna be a meek Robinson I mean we haven't really heard anything about Marcus Joyner out there I mean he's still <laughs> floating around on the team like you know what I mean like he, we haven't heard anything about him getting cut or anything I mean that's uh, a big... yeah I, I think he will but yeah sure Maybe. yeah we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see i mean we're getting to that point where everything starts happening pretty soon and if that that might be a domino that falls but they might like marcus joiner you might think he's a good slot i mean we don't know i mean that's gonna be the biggest position in this with the for the cornerbacks is like yeah. who's gonna play slot because meek robinson did not play slot in, in college he was an outside corner so 
You know, what is yeah. Isaiah Johnson going to do? Is maybe Gus Bradley likes Isaiah Johnson? He's long. He's kind of like I, th- I think he does. I think that's who's going to. I think <laughs> he's going to be the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Athlete is a freak. So and he he could play press corner. And when he was asked to play press, he played pretty well. When he had to play off and was in space, didn't look very good. So is he really going to like him and put him in the best position to win? It's it's going to be interesting what they do with the cornerback position or if they bring in new people. That's just that's going to be interesting. Yeah, uh, I, I I think he's I think they're still going to stick with those guys as as starters. Um, Nichols a total like the slot is a complete like crapshoot. I have no idea. I I, I hope it's a meek. I mean, I do. I, I hope it is because yeah. that means Joiner can you can then cut Joiner for and take that money invest it somewhere else. I hope that's the case. That's what everyone thinks. But like, man, I even Mike Mayock said it himself. It is in like so hard to go from playing outside to like playing inside. Just, just when you, when you don't have any experience with it, just cause you're the size, it, it doesn't necessarily mean you know how to play the position. Right. And, and exactly. Um, and so I, I'm, cause you have your run fits. You have to worry about, you have uh, a lot of other things you have to worry about. You don't necessarily have to worry about an outside corner. And, uh, what okay? Why can't they just play him a little bit outside corner? I mean, is it that is it that impossible to play at five eight outside? It's not impossible, but I mean, you, it's. I mean, if you get a good wide receiver, man, have yeah. fun. I mean, if he's playing against, yeah, he's he's a dog though. So I mean, he he is a press corner, and he that he did it really well when he was in college. So. But that size, bro, you could get bullied. Yeah. You could just somebody could just throw it over his head. I know you could just catch it. There's a lot of things that can happen. So he's better inside. But I mean, even when I watched him in college, he, he wasn't the greatest inside, but he did play inside. So mm-hmm. that's why I was always a little worried about him. Cause, yeah. Cause you, you know, Colin John, I mean, everybody knows this tape against like Colin Johnson's like legendary, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so, it's so good. I mean, look, Colin Johnson is not Julio Jones just cause they're big, both big Julio Jones. There's a like guys in the NFL that are a lot better than that. But I was always yeah. wondering, like, I wonder if Gus Bradley is just that be like, Hey, training camp, let's just throw him outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's have, let's have you face up Darren Waller. You know what I mean? Training camp. Just we'll see, we we'll see if you can even, even if you can get in the area code of, of the ball with Darren Waller's there. Cause I, why not, why not at least see if that, if that translates rather yeah. than just immediately stuff that guy inside at the slot. Like that's and worst you can find out is be like, mm, guess can't play either, you know? <laughs> and, exactly. and then that's your fourth round pick or fifth round pick, whatever he was. Yeah. And uh, um, that's not a big deal, but uh, let's get to the quarterbacks now. Okay. Both of them are both of them. Now I will say there's only really trade rumors for one of them when you, and that's Mariota. Like I don't, there's not actual trade rumors for Derek Carr. That's what I come to realize. Like they like yeah. David, which no one who hates Derek Carr is going to ever believe what David Carr says. So I understand how that's, 100%. how that's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Like I get that. Like I know that he's not going to be the one that, that settles everybody down, but he's a bad uh, messenger. That's yeah, what I thought. Yeah. Even if he didn't say anything, I was like, man, nobody, nobody's going to listen to what They're the saying. righteous gemstones, man. It's just a big family. Like now it's, and, the way the way he went on there and said that it, it I, I believe it though that there were teams trying to trade at the halfway point for for Derek Carr which when the Raiders were six and three that doesn't make sense like why would crazy. you even call yeah but but you know who knows right because I they knew Mariota was there making good backup money so maybe yeah. they maybe they knew that but um one what do you what would you expect the highest possible compensation that you could get for Marcus Mariota um probably uh probably a third I think Mm. probably a third and maybe a, a fifth or something like that. Maybe a that's combination it. of those two. I think, I think that that's a good trade. Uh, see, see, I'm a little different with, with these two, with these two quarterbacks. I think, 
Like I know, I know Mariota is super expensive as a backup, right? But I just think backup quarterbacks are super, are super important. Mm-hmm. And if they trade him, they really need to get some compensation. But I really think if they're going to keep Derek, they should probably keep Marcus too until they maybe can trade him late. I don't know how they're going to do that, but mm-hmm. I, I just think because if if this team ends up do end up being decent, right? If they end up being a playoff team we don't know i mean they they were kind of closer this year than they were the year before i mean we could just you know we could basically say they're not gonna be a playoff team but who knows they might add some pieces and they might get a little bit of better uh and if, if they end up being or or going on a run or something Derek Carr gets hurt i mean i don't you know, i mean no word to matt holder that never happens there, that would never happen you're telling me the raiders could go on a run have a really good season and then him get hurt late in the season yeah Stop it. And, 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 you know, Marriott has his limitations, but I'd really rather uh, watch yeah. him play than uh, like Peterman or if they bring in like, I don't know who else they would bring in, but I, I'm really scared. They, 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 they like Peterman. Yeah. They try to trade Mariota and then Carr is going to play and, you know, something happens and I got to watch Nathan Peterman. That's what I'm more worried about. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I, I'm with you too. Cause I wouldn't be like excited. Like I'm not like, let's trade. Let's trade, but I would play hardball because if somebody comes at me with a second round pick, I, I'll drive oh, them there. Myself. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like all that goes out the window. I'm gonna use yeah. that second and try to find my new quarterback. My, yeah. my, my, I'm gonna or something. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. what I would do is I'd try to find whoever dropped to the second round, somebody I know can sit behind Derek Carr and you know maybe ten games in the season. God forbid something happens. Then, then yeah, maybe I do. I know Gruden wouldn't love to hand the keys over to a rookie, but like, but but like I said, if somebody's just dangling like a fifth round pick to me for Mariota, I, I probably don't take it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, a fifth round pick, no way. Yeah. Uh, but That'd be yeah, day a, two. Thir- a third, two. I would take. If somebody offered me a third, I, I would definitely be sh- shipping him off. I gotta be uh, picking up on on Friday. I got a yeah. Thursday or Friday pick, buddy. That's a, that's what I need. Like, not which a, is fair to him too, man. It yeah. gives him a chance to start somewhere and get a fresh start. And uh, um, I mean, he 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 went out there. He, he had a he had a good good performance. Uh, I mean, he he didn't he didn't finish the game well, um, but he, he did have a good performance and yeah. mean, he played well enough to be like, okay, he's still an NFL quarterback. That's what I think. I, and I mean, a team like still, Washington probably only had I, I maybe a couple quarterback performance games better than what Mariota did yeah. against the Chargers. Yeah. Don't sleep on Tyler, Tyler Henneke, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're not either. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. They might just take both of them, you know, like, and have both those guys, one guy <laughs> yeah. making 5 million, the other guy making 10 and be like, Hey, one of you guys got to win me a game. I, I don't hate that. Yeah. But yeah. Like I said, like Washington, it would make sense. New England. Um, Cause even new England, they, they could even, Great for him. You're paying your quarterback what 10 million a year, and you can maybe tank if it goes bad right away. I understand yeah. that. So I, I do see that, but um you and I are both probably in agreement with this, but I, I just don't see any way Derek Carr gets traded. I, I don't either, man, unless somebody offers like something crazy. And they they they, they are looking for a replacement. That's the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, like, you, know, <laughs> you, know how, you know how I feel about it. So I really, you know, I feel like just John just be just, you know, making sure Derek stays on his toes because it was super quiet, bro. Yeah, you go, into that, go quiet... into that theory. Go into that theory. Cause I don't you I don't you might have said it on tape, don't lie, but you don't you, you tell me this yeah. and I like it. I like it a lot. So <laughs> like 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 it 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 was super quiet in January. Okay, it was just super quiet. Like Derek Carr, even the Stafford trade kind of just went over. Like really, no Ra- the Raiders weren't really mentioned that much. It kind of just everything just went over. And all of a sudden, it's just bang, oh, two first round picks for for Derek. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it just here we go again. And you know, there's rumors flying, and they're saying, no, no, we're not doing it. You know, but but we're answering the phone, Derek. Is like, oh, and 
the, the thing is, the, okay, since, since 2018, that last season, the, the rumors have been crazy, right? The rumors yeah. have been crazy. And every year, Derek Hart has played better. <laughs> so, Under Gruden, correct, yeah. So I want you guys just to think about that. So if, if I am John Gruden, okay, and I'm just, just crazy cycle with quarterbacks, as everybody talks about him. You hear Chris Sims talk about that. He's yeah. talking, he'll tell you how he, he cries. Plays. He cries he during play. the show when he thought, yeah, it's PTSD. <laughs> he plays mind yeah. games with yeah. people. And I think sometimes that a lot of these games he's playing with Derek because he, I, I think he he sees that it, like it pisses Derek off, and mm-hmm. it, it 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 makes him like play better. To be honest, yeah. I mean he's been playing better since this happened, and I mean it was just like I said, it was just so quiet. And you know they brought in Mariota, they gave Mariota all these incentives. If, if, if Derek, Derek, if you don't play well, I mean Mariota's he's getting twenty million, so uh, you better, <laughs> you, better, you better come out and play well. So it, it, I think I think it's a little bit of that too. I think it's some mind games. I think they they, they are listening to those trades too as well. I mean because I mean I mean Derek Carr he's above average quarterback right now. I would say he's a tier two quarterback. I mean right. I think tier three was where he was coming into twenty nineteen. I mean, after 2019, you're kind of like, um, I mean, yeah, he put up some good yeah. numbers, but let, me, but let me see that again. And, <laughs> right? Firmly. Like, let, let, let me see that again. And sure. he kind of did show it again. So I, I would say he's above average quarterback. But, I mean, for the right price, and if you can get somebody else to replace him, I mean, yeah, you, 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 you probably should do that. But I also think they really like Derek, and I think oh, yeah. Gruden just loves to motivate him a little bit. Couple, couple things, too, is, is one – I, I do agree with you. I think Gruden likes Derek Carr so much to where I think almost any AFC team would be out as far as where they would deal him to. I don't, yeah. I, cause I, cause I think Gruden would trade him and be like, I hope this guy doesn't fuck me over. Like, like, you know, I hope I don't want to see this happen. Cleo Mack went yeah. to the NFC, right? Like guys like that. You don't see a lot of, you, you do see interconference. You see more interconference trades than inside the conference, but the, um, I, and also, you know, there's so many limited options in a Gruden offense that you can replace him with. That's the only reason why I don't, because I'm, I don't love Derek Carr, even though I do think he played really well last year and, and definitely well enough to be a playoff quarterback in my yeah. opinion. But, you know, like who feasibly could come in even from the draft? Like, I don't, I don't even like who, who could they even get? That's, that's what I'm wondering that would play year one, which you'd have to still have a stop gap there. So it wouldn't make sense to trade Derek Carr and draft somebody because I, I don't see him handing the keys over right away. I'd still think he'd keep Mariota at that point, which, okay, not the worst thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. Like, like when I ask who the replacement is, people go, oh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, great. Sign me up. I would love that. Like, I, <laughs> let's go. Duh. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I, the, yes. Like, people think, I'm no, I don't want him. Like, I'm not like those people. But, those but that, other than that, like, that's not really an option yet. And might not, not ever really be. Option. It, it, that's that's what I what I'm wondering, and and I don't see anybody coming in and being what Derek Carr was last year. See, see, that's the thing. Derek Carr is a good quarterback, and he runs that offense really well. I think mm. he understands the offense. I think last year was probably my, I mean, my favorite film of him. Like he he just looked oh, like yeah. a, a good a veteran pro quarterback, and. You know, is he the best quarterback in the world? I mean, of course not. I mean, he still has his duds, obviously, that we saw in the Falcons game. But let me just say this. I mean, the duds were, were getting, you know, there, there's less and less duds. Yeah. As we, we we go into deeper into this Gruden as he learns his offense. And he was doing a lot of things that um, he was anticipating again this year. I mean, he, he was doing a lot of things that he wasn't doing the past couple of years. Uh, so, I mean, he he took a step 
further. And I think he's becoming more consistent as an above average quarterback. And you could win with an above average quarterback. And I think as if you're a good coach, you should win with an above average quarterback, to be honest. I think you should be able to build yeah. something around him. And that when he does lay a dud, that the team around him can pick it up and win the game still. That's what that's what the team should be around him. It doesn't even it doesn't even have to be perfect, like some people say. I, I think if he just has some good receivers around him and some good talent yeah. that he could st- still function uh, with a good offensive line. It is there nothing that really has to be perfect and great. It just has to be good. Let's just say yeah. that it just has it, including the defense. Yeah. 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 Everything <laughs> just has to be good around him. And then uh, it, it will be fine. Just, but you know, and, and that's really not that hard. I mean, you know, he doesn't have to have a number one type receiver. We saw him throw to Nelson Aguilar. And, I mean, he got yeah. like 80 yards at Nelson Aguilar at a like, sure. with like, uh, I mean, and he does have a number catch. one. He does have a number one receiver. He's just not a wide receiver. Exactly. That's the, I mean, Waller, the beast, beast and uh, who's, who's a top three at his position in, uh, in so, a time where there's never been better tight ends in the NFL. So, so yeah. So, so, I mean, you, you, you can win with Derek, right. And that's why it's hard to replace him because who do you replace him with? I mean, you, you could replace him with, uh, I mean, if you, they wanted to go Stafford, I mean, Stafford's kind of yeah. a little bit is, is older, but I Matt mean, Ryan, you, you trade him. He's above average Ryan. too. Yeah. So, so he, he, he's not a lead. Matthew Stafford is above average. So he's going to give you the same does the same type of things that he, it just might be some crazy throws that look amazing. That looks a little better, but it, it's, those are above average quarterbacks. They, they are going to lay duds eventually. Right. And, you know, you're not going to get the super elite guys who come out and hit you in the head every single game. And sometimes those guys lay duds too. So yeah. you got to have good teams to, to build around quarterbacks, no matter what these days. So I, I think that the Raiders just got to get better no matter who they play yeah. quarterback. So, well, and, and, and yeah. like what, what I find crazy is when people go, well, Derek Carr went eight and eight this year. And it's like, well, okay. Let's let's take that into the thing. They had two, they could have gone ten and six easily, like like uh, not, not even not even like oh if this happens if this happens. no you make one stop in each game like uh, yeah. you make one st- you don't face mask the quarterback uh, against the uh, Miami right yeah. if that doesn't happen and I know Derek Carr didn't didn't play this game this is Mariota game I don't want to take that from anybody who loves Mariota uh, yeah. the 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 Chargers game like those yeah. two games should have been wins for the Raiders and uh-huh. not because of anything what the offense did in my opinion. yeah like, like exactly there's a, they, they, you had the lead with even the Chiefs and which look you give up the touchdown to Pat Mahomes it was blown coverage. Like even those games, Derek Carr put them in position to win those three games. So even yeah. if you win two out of those three, you go ten and six. Ten and six might not still might not have gotten in the playoffs. AFC was crazy this year. Most yeah. times it does. Yeah. Most times it does. So yeah. like like I and it might have gotten them in the playoffs. Honestly, like like I'm not sure. It's it's, um yeah I, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> they gave up. They gave up a score on fifty percent of their drives. It is you cannot. You're not going to make the playoffs doing that. Let's just say that it doesn't matter who. You're, I don't care who your quarterback is. Oh, it is yeah. it, that's the thing. Like, uh, would it might look prettier? <laughs> the, yeah. the, the losses might look better, but they're still going to lose if you're giving up a score on fifty percent of your drives. Because even if they, they were better, let's say they're better in the red zone, right? They could have been better in the red zone, score more points. But that's just what they, they, it was still a one in two chance. This is this is one out of two guys. This is like <laughs> no, I, know. I don't think people understand that, bro. Like no, that is no, that is don't. the highest in league history. There's no way. It, yeah, they say no it's way. a bad defense. I'm like, no, no, no. This is historically bad. This isn't. Yeah, yeah it's it's like 
it's like we had the the Cleveland Browns that went 0 and 16, but just the defense, like that as a defense, like last year, it was really really bad, and it was, and so-, it was so bad. And I'm not like I'm not even trying to paint Derek Carr as a hero, but I'm just I'm saying like I see all these people saying like trade him to the Bears. It's like, uh, do you see why the Bears want him so bad? Like if if by yeah. your logic that's true, or why the, why these teams that are better than you want him so bad? Mm-hmm. Like if, look, if there was a tumbleweed blowing in the desert on as far as like who wants him, yeah, I'd say you have a point that he sucks, you know. But good teams want him. There are no bad teams saying he's going to save my franchise, but there's good teams that are saying he could take me to the next level. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> It, it, well, you know what trips me out about the car conversations people is like people that like Gruden that really 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 really, yes. really like Gruden want to get rid of car it's like come on, bro like are you not seeing what's going on yeah he's <laughs> like, the, he's his biggest fan yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah I don't, I don't it doesn't make sense you gotta get rid of both of them if you yeah. i mean at this point i mean to be honest i mean they're, they're like tied at the hip and it always say this too like after 2018 man there's there was no reason after watching Derek carr play that season <laughs> that you go, Hey, let me go get a B and trip Brown and let's see what we can do. This yeah. <laughs> yeah. So- Unless you love the guy. <laughs> you know, there's no reason. They didn't, yeah. even, they didn't even draft a quarterback. They didn't even take anybody to like help him. They just, they're like, Oh, uh, let, let's roll with Mike Lennon. This backup. And mm-hmm. Derek Carr was super below average in 2018. Yeah. I, I, you can say, Oh, he, he's getting beat up. That's fine. He still played below average. There's yeah, no reason for good. you to be like, let me go. Bad. Let me trade for AP. Let me give yeah. trip down 18 billion. And let's Tyrell see Williams. Now I got a wide receiver two for him. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Hunter rent. Ooh, that's a little slot receiver there. He's going to love him. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Get her a running back. Foster another tight end. Oh, let's pay Waller. Yeah. No, we're, yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. We, we hate our quarterback. <laughs> yeah. No, I, that's no. <laughs> look, man, we can, we can say all we want about, yeah. you know, the car and all this kind of stuff is real thing is, is they've had five first round picks in the last couple of years. Haven't oh. done anything really insanely good with them. Okay. Now I will say, Side note, I was looking, revisiting the 2019 draft. Everyone's least favorite pick out of that is probably Abram right now. Like, everyone's real low on Abram, even lower than they are on Furl. Yeah. Um, do you, have you seen who was taken around that time? Like, it's not great. That part of the draft, like, that's one where they should have traded way back from that well, pick. Simmons is the, the guy. That was was Justin from. Simmons in there? Okay, maybe I'm, maybe I'm. Oh, no, Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey, but yeah, did he go after or he went after Jacobs. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, because I thought, yeah, okay. Because I'm saying with the Abram. Oh, the Abram pick. No, no, yeah. The Abram pick, if you look at who was around during that time, it's kind of a desert. Like, kind of a – it wasn't – it was a weird time to have a pick at that point. So, like, as much as I, you know, still wish they would have traded back. um, Yeah. yeah, Okay, you have Jonathan Abram. After that, you have – after Jonathan Abram at 27, right? Montez Sweat is the pick before, and that one hurts because that one would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, Same school, so you know you watched the film. And uh, uh, you have Jerry Tillery after Jonathan Abram. Huh. Um, he's a golden domer, but still. Uh, yeah. LJ Collier. Uh. Yeah. Andre Baker. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. And then uh, Nikhil Harry. Uh, Rocky Sin would have been interesting, but he's been struggling real bad lately. The one that hurts is, you, is, is at 36, you get Debo Samuel. And you just wonder, like, man, like that. that's where you're, you, oh, we need a safety. But man, I would love to have another pick and then grab a good wide receiver. Man, see, see I wouldn't be mad if they went Farrell and Montez Sweat and then Boom. Josh Jacobs. And then you get Crosby. Oh, they still draft Crosby. <laughs> still draft. Then you got a D line for a minute. Let's go. 
Oh, and Sweat's balling. Oh, man. Yeah, I know Sweat's got a lot better, more talent around him. Like, I get that. But, like, man, he's, he's going good. But that, that was just a side note because I, I know a lot of people sleep on that because I went back. I hadn't really looked back at that draft in a while, and I looked at it, and, and I was like, ah, staying at that pick they didn't necessarily pick the worst guy. So like, like I'll, I'll give them that even though Abram's not doing well, but uh, um, this year who now I, I'll, I'll ask you right now, who do you like overall? Even if, even if you're not looking at it through a Raiders lens, who do you like overall? Who are some of you just your guys? And then after that, who are your guys for the Raiders? Well, Kyle Pitts is, is, is probably one of the, the best tight end. I've, I've, uh, I, I hate to say it, but man, he, he is dude. crazy yes. good. That dude is a wide receiver and he blocks pretty well, man. He doesn't block too bad. He doesn't no. block too bad. And he's special, man. I, that, that dude, can, he's, he's going to be legit. I know a lot of people are, are scared of tight ends because of TJ Hawkinson. Well, Hawkinson's not bad. I mean, but and Hawkinson was not Kyle Pitts. Let's just, let's just get that straight. You can't do what you do. with. You can't just kick TJ Hawkinson out to your outside no. receiver position, man. Like, you just can't do that the way you can do that with Pitts, man. Like, no. yeah, Pitts is like Andre Johnson is like a tight end. It's like it's insane. Like, just just like physical and just sudden. Hawkinson's very – I think I still think Hawkinson's going to be a fine player. But I just yeah, – yeah, eight overall, it's not yeah. – no, Yeah, but – okay, go on. I'm sorry. You're fine. Uh, Kyle Pitts for sure. Um, of course, you know, I'm a quarterback guy, so I like, uh, I like fields. Oh yeah. Fields is a really, really good player. Um, I, I think that he, uh, he's extremely accurate. He's probably one of the most accurate quarterbacks. Are you feel I've your team so fields over Wilson? Wilson? Do I have you on record as fields over Wilson? A hundred percent. Got I mean, it. I, nice. I, Same. You know, uh, if you think about it, I think, I think Zach Wilson just, he sees ghosts sometimes. So I, that's what, that's all I worry about him is yeah. your line is awesome. And you, I've seen you flinch with nobody around you. I don't know about that. Not great. Uh, <laughs> Ryan's, Ryan's um, maybe USC quarterback that went high a few years ago. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, I really like fields are really high in him. Uh, I, I watched a lot of the D tackles. I, I really like the boys at a UFC, like uh, uh, Tufele and uh, oh, yeah. uh, Tupelo, too. Like, I, I really like those guys. If, if the Raiders ended up drafting any of those two, I'd be super happy. I think Tufele uh, could come and take Jonathan Hankins' spot right now. He could come and play that one technique and would be love fantastic. That. And, um, you know, play one, play zero, you know, play, play the two. He, he would come in and, and play really well. So those are some of the guys I like. I haven't really got into the wide receivers yet. I, I don't right. really get into that and stuff because I've been focusing on just looking at the Raiders. So I've been watching tackles and stuff like that. Well, I hope they don't take one high anyway so they could get like eight targets. Yeah, like for, yeah, I want my guy contributing. Sorry, year one. <laughs> yeah, we got exactly. to let the year two guys that didn't get a lot of targets yeah. last year. I want those guys yeah. uh, to <laughs> eat, eat Then they played their way after the red shirt year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. ready to play. The red scout team yeah and so, but the uh what do you what do you think of that the um the guys the guys i like um and i was i was actually dming bd about um him the other day uh yeah. um god i'm gonna sound stupid because i don't even know his name the ucf richie grant richie grant um yeah the ucf safety i like him a lot um, and then I love that defensive tackle. Um, and I'm not, I'm not super well versed on like the which spots on the D line they play, but I love yeah, that yeah. one out of Washington. Um, uh, Levi uh, Ozuke. Uh, uh, Ozu, yeah, yeah he. I don't know. He. I know he doesn't have the production a lot of people want, but I yeah. just, I just see something there, man. Like I see just one of those guys where you're like, how did this guy get to pick? You know, you know, 37 or so, whatever. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I like those guys. Um, and I'm. I'm team go all defense, man. Like in the draft, I I, I like, I, I think there's, 
high-end offensive talent up high, which I think it's fine if the Raiders are picking 17 because I think they're going to have the I, – I have a, like a spicy take that they're going to be able to take one of the top five defensive prospects in the draft at 17. See, see I, I think so too, but I, I still think that. Do not count out tackle. No, Don't not at all. No. I'm, I'm, I'm just letting you know. If, if Slater's there or – or uh, um. Like uh, just who I don't know who the top who who's the top right tackle in the draft. Uh, I mean, pro- probably the top right tackle for me is Jalen Mayfield. Where's he's he out of? Right tackle. He's from Michigan. Oh he's yes, yeah, 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 for sure. I, I wouldn't, Kevin I wouldn't hate Jenkins it too. It's really good, but but you know that that's that's the thing. I mean, they they probably should go defense, and you're right. I think there's gonna be a really good edge player that yeah, they could take at 17. That's yeah. gonna be on the board. And, and, I don't know how it's it's going to be tough for them not to take one of these tackles. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you that because I I did that uh, this is the TDL episode and there's like ten first and second round tackles right now. I don't hate just draft a good player. I don't care. Like, I don't care if it's yeah. a quarterback. I as I just said how much I like Derek Carr. That's fine. Keep Derek Carr for a year and, and draft your yeah. first round quarterback. If you think you have a blue chip talent, you don't pass on him. Jamar Chase. Oh, he opted out. Whoa, what's he doing there at 17? Oh, they didn't like that he didn't have a year on film. You take him. If you even though I just said I don't want a guy with a red shirt year, you don't pass on the elite talent. Kyle Pitts. Oh no, man. He he uh the gas mask. Oh man, he, they've they caught him smoking weed on camera. Oh no, we'll take him at 17. That's all I'm, I don't know. I'm just fucking around. But that's what I want to happen to Kyle Pitts. I want him to something that's gotta make that guy slide because you that you want to talk about what thing Gruden won't pass on? It's gonna be a tight end like that. You should it. No, you, no, you shouldn't at all. And like, he'll be like, oh man, I just made a joke on Twitter the other day. Like, oh man, I know we just brought Greg Olson back out of retirement out of the booth, but we're going to have to bring Kyle Bitts in too and make him our tight end three. Foster, see you later. Uh, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, like, like you, I just got to me, 17, you just got to hit on the pick. I don't yeah. care what the position is. That, that, that's how I am too. But, you know, I, I think, as I was saying, like I said earlier, we're going to find out what they think of people because if they go yeah. edge, early oh yeah you know what what is that what a are bad they look like the nights when your dad cooks yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so 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 it's 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 gonna be interesting what they do because i think defense tackles where they're focusing on and it's like I, I just don't want them to reach for a defense tackle at 17 because I just right it's the value's not there and they reach on barmore i mean barmore has, has some great performances and he can rush the passer like crazy he's probably one of the most you know Skill, skill defense tackle and pass rusher in this draft. He probably is the best pass rushing defense tackle in this draft for sure. Uh, but it's it's him playing inside. I mean, can he play the run? I mean, right, right. That dude basically stands up when he when he gets off the line. And so there's no like Fletcher that. Cox of this draft class. There's no like, yeah. just obviously yeah. not Aaron Donald. There never is. There's only one guy that's like that. But I mean, there's no like big Vita Vea, like those big just monster tackles and in, in this class so yeah I'm, I'm with you there too i just want to hit on the pick and even even if the value even if it's not 1000 percent the value pick i just i want a good player yeah like you just, people don't realize if they had drafted just good players not even like gone to like the complete best case scenario at every pick just drafted like good contributing players yeah. and coaching coaching is for sure a thing so maybe gus Bradley's able to get something out of some of the out of jonathan abram maybe he is you know, like that's what you hope is the case. And I, I think that's what he's going to be asked to do is, hey, make these picks work for me, please. Because like I need even more, more importantly, who you who we bring in, with, you know, but you're going to need to make these guys because we're not cutting them yet. But one thing that would be really funny is if they if they go end early, like you like you said, and then Raiders Twitter goes crazy, like, wow, Ferrell's out. And then you realize Crosby, it's for Crosby. 
<laughs> that would be crazy. I bet. I, where's the lie, though? I know. Yeah. Um, is this, I, uh... I, I think I, I, I'm starting to. I'm starting to think Cleveland Fro has a, a decent year three. I think. I think he's. I think he's going to have like a nice year three. I, th- I think so too. I think, I think he was headed that way, and then just he just got injured. Like I and yeah. and I think he had like some shoulder issues and stuff. And and I. I think he's going to have a nice year three and they're not, they just, he's going to get two more years. He's not even going to get one. I like, there's no way. Yeah, he, he's, he's the more consistent player, bro. That's really what it is. He's, he's, I mean, he's not the greatest pass rusher right now for sure. I mean, that's a big thing, but you know, I know people you know hate that he's good against the run, but he's, a, he's the more consistent defensive end. I mean, he's a, he had, you know, he, I think he had the best pressure rate better pressure rate than max crosby did or, or about the same right or about the same right or you know everybody thinks max is you know, way better than him i think max just didn't play the run very well this year Not um, at all. It, it, and that was his problem and, and max is you know when he wins he finishes so he gets sacks right? yes he just doesn't, he's got to win more he's got to figure that out he's got to try to and win against moves. better like better talent yeah. man like exactly. i like it's all i i hate when i see like because I, you know, when I watch the game from a very just fan perspective, like the first time you'll you'll go, ooh, like you'll see Max get in there and get a sack. You'll be like, damn. And then you look at the tag and they're like, and that's the uh, the Charger just signed him out of the uh, AFL, uh, the AAF league. Uh, he was, uh, yeah, he was working the forklift over at the the Vons down the street. And you're like, oh, okay, like you know, and he, so he whooped his ass, you know, and and uh, like Furl, you know, look, I, I know he's a rookie, but Furl was beating the shit out of Makai Beckton. Yeah. like a little bit like coming off the covid list and, mm-hmm. and there's something there like there's something there and i and i'll i'm always team brian burns it should have been brian burns um i'm always that i've always been that and i and i always will be because i think he's gonna get a defensive player of the year one year but mm-hmm. just draft good players i don't care like that's that's my like my number one thing so i always my goal for this podcast in the offseason i'm gonna bring on a bunch of different people i want them to tell me who they think are the best players because that was yeah. a trick question i asked you when i said who do you like for the raiders and who do you just like overall because i just want all those guys that you like yeah them like like figure it out later how they fit in yeah yeah like because that, that's what i was talking about corner too man because um there's some decent corners and some of those corners fall what if what if certain falls do they take certain they decide they or farley i mean i'm saying like far I, you can't tell me there's a team that just won't pass on caleb farley yeah like like that- or like you know before the raiders like i'm not saying that he's gonna be there at 17 but like i i've i'm i'm i'll be real i have not watched Caleb Farley like but yeah. he just seems to be the consensus top guy out of a lot yeah. of people so I, I saying there, look there'd be like oh there's no way the Broncos would pass on Caleb Farley really what if there's a quarterback there and they don't have a court you know like there, there's every team has other needs besides just that like corners never like corners not that position that a team like can't pass on you know what I mean and and yeah. and I'm saying if he's there at 17 you get that and and oh I know we have Mullen in our net but now we have three corners like, like, like it's uh, PFF. I will say one thing I like about PFF that they say is when there's positions, when you can have more than one guy at that position at a time, draft a bunch of them. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that philosophy. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you have any more, like, do you have any like sleepers? Anybody maybe that people don't see in the mocks quite yet or, or like the, just maybe somebody you saw that you're like, why isn't anybody talking about this guy? A uh, couple sleepers. I mean, uh, I got a couple. A lineman sleeper. Um, my boy Robert Jones. I think he's he's really good. He's from Middle Tennessee State. He's, he's a, a really good player. Defensive yeah. lineman. Yeah, the defense alignment. Uh, uh, no, no, offense tackle. He's probably a good play guard, but he, he's okay. really good. I, I think he's a good player. He had a good senior bowl. I mean, a guy I love that, you know, one of my favorites is Tutu Atwell from Louisville. Yeah. That's, um, he's getting a lot of buzz now, too. Back into yeah. the first buzz. Which, which I, 
yeah, I, 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 th- I think he has a chance to go in the first round. And I, but I think he's, he's going to be a really, really good player. Um, he's If somebody uses him correctly, like if you let Bruce Arians get him, it'll be it'll be a problem. It's going to be what Andy Isabel Isabel is not going to have a job. Yeah, exactly. if, if you let him, if you let him get him. No, I, I agree. Yeah, buddy. Um, what about uh? There's so there's I like them both and their uh, last name more. I like Elijah and Rondell, and I know you haven't scouted a lot of wide receivers yet. So, yeah. but like like I like Elijah and, and Rondell more, and I I think those guys like especially uh, Elijah more. He's the Ole Miss guy, right? Yeah, I'll be, yeah, he's getting yeah, he's just, yeah, yeah but he's just got that dog in him. Like I like it. It's like he's he's reminds me a little bit of AJ Brown, maybe not quite the speed, but he's just got that yeah. like like just that dog to him. And 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 if the Raiders are gonna go there, um, because they have a second round pick this year, so like it's it's. I, I there's going to be those guys that slide. It's going to be such a weird year. And I, I guess my last question for you is, is what do you think is going to happen to the guys that opted out? Where do you think beyond maybe like Panay Sewell and, and Jamar Chase, the guys that are like obviously blue chippers, what do you think is going to happen to the guys that opt out? Do you think teams are going to value that still just go off? Hey, but whatever last year tape I have, I'm going to trust that. That's fine. Or do you think there's even because I know it's for player safety, but do you think there's going to be any teams that are like you didn't play last year, man? Well, I think I think it's going to hurt certain guys. I think it's going to hurt Pac-12 players. Yeah, with the knockdown because they all they always have their little thing with the Pac-12 already. So that's why you, you're going to see some of these the defense tackles aren't getting the, the same buzz as you would uh, if they were like SEC players. I think the SEC players are going to be fine, like Jamar Chase. Like, oh, yeah, he was 19, so he when he did this. So he's always going to get that kind of buzz because he went to LSU and he performed against some of the best uh, talent in the country, right? And I, I think Pac-12 players, like, you know, Daniel Jeremiah has Slater over Sewell. That's so crazy. I, right? I, 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 can't, I can't do it, man. Like I, like, I understand what you're saying, but Sewell is a monster. I just, that's what I'm saying. I know. Like I, know. I read it, too. I read that mock, the, too. The Pac-12, um, they just have that kind of – thing about them and i think it's gonna hurt some of those guys i think Man, you went to appalachian state G- daniel jeremiah like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no nah, i know i'm just like i just oh, laugh man. i i because i see that too i mean i'm, I'm a pac-12 kind of hater a little bit too honestly but um yeah. yeah like i just i just laugh like you went to you went to d2 school bro <laughs> you know but that's what's gonna hurt man it's gonna hurt the pac-12 guys um i think it will hurt some of the um um smaller school guys to, I mean, it had to opt out or anything like that. I think it's going to hurt Trey Lance a lot. I think Trey Lance is probably going to fall further than we actually think at this point, because he won only three, like 300 passes. It's going to be somebody that might fall past the Raiders and Raiders Twitter would freak out if he was at 17 and they didn't pass. Him. I'd be a little, I'd be a little like, yeah, damn, really? <laughs> I, do. I, I, I see a lot of Kaepernick to him, man. And I, I mean that in like a, like a good way, like yeah, because yeah, everybody's got their opinion of Kaepernick, but like he's, I, he's, just, he's a little erratic for me. He's just a little erratic. <laughs> hey man, lightning just, in a bottle. Just give me like that three-year period of, of yeah. like before everybody figures you out, and then I'll move on after that. But I, I think you could just be ah oh, man. I, I you're right though. You're right, and I don't think Gruden. I don't think Gruden likes that. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and I, I tell my dude on um, you know, when I, when I talk quarterbacks, it's like this is a threshold with how good some of these quarterbacks are when they play college football. Like if you look at some of the guys that came out that <laughs> have been playing lately, if they didn't play a lot of college football, like you get a Sam Darnold, you get Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. I mean, it depends on how you feel about Kyler Murray. I mean, people are, people see what they want to see with Kyler. Yeah. Uh, um, and, you know, some of those guys that didn't play Mark Sanchez the type of guys yeah. that didn't play a lot of college football. Those guys are, Daniel Jones, right? Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, they don't have that many starts. He only, he only threw the ball like 300 times. 
this could be interesting with Trey Lance, but that's why I'm saying he, he might, might slide. I fall. think you're right. Yeah. I think I think Wilson. Okay, who goes first? Mac Jones, Trey Lance. God, see, I don't want to say. I'm going to say Lance because I just hope the NFL smart. That's all. I think the NFL smart. What does that mean? Dude? I, I think nah. the NFL smarter. I think the NFL smarter than what the people are saying about Mac Jones. That's what I think. I think oh, the NFL man. is going to look at Mac Jones different than how you see like Todd McShay and like Mel Kiper and people online look at Mac Jones because I, I, you know, you know. People say the NFL is pretty stupid sometimes, but I, I think with quarterbacks, they're a little smarter than we think. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I just, I just, I just like Mac Jones, man. I'm a sucker for just a nice throw, man. I understand like there's way more that goes into it, but he just, he's so accurate. Yeah, yeah, he's he's accurate, man. But he just, he just, his, his arm is dead and he can't move, and you know, he's there's just, he's just not a first round. It's a rough. He has a he has a he has a rough shirtless picture too it's a rough I mean, i'm not saying hey i'm not trying to like i'm not that guy i'm just yeah. saying it's a rough yeah. picture <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm still mad at him that he was checking down at the senior bowl bro like why are you checking down dog like i don't i don't care true. like, like I, I know that's the right thing to do in, in in the situation that you're playing in but come on dog let's, let's see what you're like you had a tryout to show your arm off and you're checking down and stuff and trying yeah. to pass up deep throw my problem is i try to find tom brady in the draft every year I know that's uh, every, everybody does that yeah, though. That's, that's, my, like, that's my problem is I, I like I'm like, oh yeah, of course he looks stupid. Look at Brady's 40. You know what I mean? Like like where Brady's in the like yeah. Brady's in the, the gym shorts and the and the tucked in shirt running the 40. And, and I'm like, of course, of course he looks dumb, but he's got it. And like I, I couldn't even tell you the the guys I thought that about. I, I mean I will say I was I was big on like Kirk Cousins and obviously Kirk Cousins and Tom Brady, but for like a fourth round pick, you know, starting NFL quarterback still making three getting paid three times like so, you know, okay, that's interesting. But but back to what we're saying about the Raiders, uh, if so, you do you think do you think they would pass on Trey Lance at 17? I think they would, too. Yeah, I would think they would. I just don't see them taking a rookie quarterback. No. Look how he treated Rudd. So how do you think you checked a rookie quarterback? The good just. <laughs> I just say you got to be prepared for him not to play the first year. And I, I say like if if you're fine with that, that's cool. But I just I don't like he his him in the, with his quarterbacks. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But they, they're not. He's not going to hand the key. We're not going to get that like that a crazy rookie season, electric rookie season out of a quarterback with with Gruden here. I just don't see. Yeah. It. And it's been three years. And they haven't drafted one. Like you haven't drafted yeah. one. Like not one. Like not, I mean, there's there's guys you could have like drafted like Anthony Gordon in this or something or, yeah. or like there's guys in this, shoe guys like that yeah. something somebody. Yeah. <laughs> there's quarterbacks out there. They're at the Senior Bowl with Minshew. They watched him. They they could have took him. Yeah. You know? Well, um, I hope I hope Lance is there. And if they don't take him, I hope somebody trades them some. Because like my thing is, is they've stood pat. What are the odds of you standing pat five times in the first round in two years? That's like insane to not try to turn that into like three more picks at least once to still have to like that. That's the other thing. I, I, I didn't understand how they didn't pack up some of those picks to move up and go get some something. Just yeah. yeah like we just something. Well, can't wait for our turn. You know, I like I hate that. Like, man, five, five of them. Like, like, I get it. If you only have one. Sure. Like, hey, I like where I'm at. I've died. I trust uh, my scouting. But you had five. And even with that 27, be like, ah, I don't want to deal with that fifth year option later. There's nobody I love here. You know, which, yeah. Uh, Obviously, they loved Abram, but, you know, the uh, package that back, go back 36 and get Debo Samuel, yeah. you know, and 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 we didn't have a second round pick. Right. So, like, it would have been nice. Yeah, I don't know. Just 
it's, it's crazy, man. And, and and it's all because they had the wrong coach to me. I mean, if they had the right defense. Facts. Oh, oh, defense. Yeah, yeah. That too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it, it's that the five first round picks. Every time you say that, it just makes you cringe because it hurts. you think about it. Right. That's like five years of drafting. <laughs> yeah. That's like, five years of talent. What does Ozzie Newsome do with those five picks? Like, <laughs> like juggernaut. Five. <laughs> juggernaut. Five. Yeah. One, two, three, four, fifth. Like, it is so crazy, bro. Like, that, that, that's the crazy thing I think about. It's like, some teams, they, they that's like, I can't even think about it sometimes. No, it's, it's bad. It's worse than, <sighs> it's worse, like, to me than, uh, then like I mean, there's been a lot, but like the like Calvin Johnson over not picking Calvin Johnson over Megatron because that's what or I'm sorry over Jamarcus and yeah. that, and that's like like that one always still burns me the most because it was the number one pick, um even more so than like Fabian Washington over like that's fine that's late in the first things happen but like this just it's, it was such a, over such a like it, it it involves so many like okay I'm excited now we won't yeah. do that again you know and and yeah, look it's still too early on rugs still too early on Arnett probably still too early on on furl uh, not really it's day but but you know and jacobs is fine so it's jacobs not is, yeah he's fine but we all see you know and again i think it's too much already ff like, you still have to have so much other stuff go right for him to be as good as his draft slot right you draft guys at that draft slot that can be good on their own but your run game is it's such like a, a watch with like all those you know components to it that like yeah you miss richie incognito and now jacobs is kind of pedestrian you know it's, like, it's just it's terrible, bro. Yeah, yeah. Having that many first round picks and then like being worried that what are we gonna do this year? Like to be honest, they should be at the point where they could just this first round pick this year is disposable, where they could just go get somebody because that's how the guys should be built because they had five first round picks. There's youth they going. They should be going yeah. into the third year with some youth guys that are, are playing better and and showing a lot and you know, but they pick they. Paul Gunther as the coach, and they're like, we're gonna we're gonna go defense in the draft, and it was uh, it didn't work. It didn't work. So, well, you know, we'll see though. You yeah, know, we'll maybe, see. Maybe, you know, maybe Rose gets eleven. Just on a positive note, I don't think they're very far away. That's my other thing. I don't think they're that far away from being like a contender, like a legit contender. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, think so that, either. Yeah. So like, like, you know, I didn't want to end it on that horrible, sad note. So just sorry, but the the like, you don't. Do you think like I, to me like even this year like I said they could have gone ten and six no problem. Yeah, I mean no problem. It, it's it's all about how they finish to be. We, we, we talked about this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Last year it was just funny. But personnel uh, wise, I don't think they're that far. Is what I'm saying. I, I don't like it's not it's not the people have that like even when I talk with Matt Fallon, he's so much more down on the roster than I am. I'm just like the roster's not great. They didn't do the best with those first round picks, but I've seen way worse rosters do better. <laughs> it's not that bad of a roster. Yeah, right? especially on offense. Terrible. On offense, they're they're really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's, it's not te- they're, they're not they're not even like on defense. I don't think they're terrible talent wise, no. right? It's just like can the I think they need to be coached up. That's what I think they need. They need some good coaching. They're they're not bad enough where they're up. Giving up a score on fifty percent of their drives. So this is basically no, no what one I'm is. saying, yeah, right? That's so the problem, yeah, no one is. Because, yeah, because like besides the Forrest Buckner, I mean, I guess you could say like, who, who is that much better 
on the Colts defense than the Raiders. Like, who, yeah, who is really that much better? And they're a good defense. I mean, I guess you could say Darius Matt Stafford, e- Matt Eberflus. That's who's much better than the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, they got they got a couple elite pieces. They got Darius Leonard. They got DeForest Buckner. But sure. even the year before, when they just had Darius Leonard, they were still a, a middling sound defense. It's because they have good coaching. So sometimes it's all that matters. It's like having a good coach who makes the right calls, who gets them in the right spot. And I think, and you know, some people are down on Gus Bradley a little bit. I think Gus Bradley is going to have them playing sound. There's going to be some I, yeah, really I, terrible. I don't yeah. hate it. I don't hate it anymore. Like I remember when they first got it, I remember talking to you, I'm like, it's going to be Bradley, huh? And you're like, yeah, probably. I'm like, ah, all right. But then I see like the Packers go hire Joe Barry. And then I, I see, you know, these other teams, they didn't really like I, I Raiders didn't blow the, the offseason coaching higher the way I thought they would. I mean, they lost some coaches, which kind of sucks. I like Frank Smith. I liked uh, um, was, uh, one of them went to Seattle, too. And I, I'm missing. I, um, I remember it was it Kirby Wilson. Yeah, I think it's a running back. Coach, yeah. Kirby Wilson, which, uh, OK, you know, maybe maybe bring in some new blood. But, you know, I, I don't think they're that far away. I think you, I think you have a good enough quarterback to at least win games. I, everyone wants to have that discussion. Is Derek Carr a lead or not? No, but I know he can get me to playoff games. And if I see him just shit the bed in playoff games, all right, yeah, let's have that discussion then. How do we get on from there? But I know he's able to get me to that playoff game. So Yeah, yeah 100%. And he comes back He comes back in the fourth quarter pretty well. He puts you in the position to, to win. So I, I have a feeling he'd actually probably be a decent playoff quarterback, honestly. Um, and then, like you said on defense, Corey Littleton. I know Corey Littleton's good. That, it drives me nuts. He's good. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's not a like, yeah, maybe the signing right now looks like a bust, but I know that's a good player. Kowalkowski's good, too. Yeah, he's good, too. Like, I think Traylon Mullen's pretty solid. Like, you know, he's got. Yeah, he's pretty solid. I think uh, like Mo Hurst, like we talk about, it's pretty good. Clint Frost's pretty good. Like it's they're Yeah, not pretty good. Average right now. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not like they're not. They should. They you can get to average with that defense. Is all exactly that, that. That's my point. Is that it's not that they're, they're like. Uh, I mean, look at the Jets guy. Nobody can even name the Jets players, but I'm sure fans could. There's a lot of fans out there that can name some, some Raiders defensive players. Just to say that. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point, and and like then you know maybe they can name them for the wrong reasons, but yeah, like you know there's there's there's. There's something there, and I don't think they're they're that bad. And like I I grew up in the Bay Area, and you look at the San Francisco 49ers, like they when they brought Harbaugh in after Singletary, they didn't change that much of the roster. Yeah. Like it like they they did. They got a few guys. They brought in like Carlos Rogers and guys like that who eventually became Raiders. Uh, but yeah. the, um, they brought those guys in, and like, but it wasn't like they drafted Alden Smith, and that was a game changer. But like. Yeah. There wasn't there wasn't like a wealth of talent there. It was like they came out of nowhere with Harbaugh, where it was like they came out banging. And I know that was a head yeah. coaching change. They brought in uh, Vic Fangio, and and like Fangio's a beast. You know what I mean? Like he's a, he's a mastermind on defense. I'm not saying that's what Gus Bradley is, but he, I mean he makes sound defenses. Like they, they might not be the greatest defense in the world, but they're sound. And that's 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 what I, that's that's all they need. They just need, they just need a defense with offense plays bad that they they play well enough that the offense has a chance to get themselves together. That's yeah. that's just really all they need. Win twenty need- to seventeen. Try it once. Yeah, you can't get. Yeah. I love those games when you win. You're like, damn, it didn't really work. Like, I always laugh at some of these people that want like thirty five to thirty four games every game. It's like, have you ever played sports? Like, you know, when when you if you play sports, you're like, damn, dude, like. 
we got away with one. That was awesome. You know what I yeah. mean? Like we, we didn't have our best thing. Even the coach isn't even that happy that we won, but we, but we got that one win. And it's like the Raiders have to be perfect on offense. And most people are blame that on car for not being perfect on offense, but like, no, you need a good team. So I, I think, I think they can creep to average, you know, that's, that's the other PFF thing. Creep back to average, like get back to average at your, at your places of need, right? Yeah. Keep what's good. Creep back to average. That, that's, that's bad. Don't worry about overhauling everything and, and doing that. And, um, Gus Bradley's had a really good defense before, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, a couple, and you know if he can fix that D line. So yeah, man, I appreciate you coming through, man. Um, no problem, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, we'll have to do it again sometime. And uh, I'm gonna have to hit, sure. hit, hit BD, BD up and get get his thoughts because I was yeah, talking yeah. safeties with him, and uh, I want to get him. And yeah, he's, he's, he's already come. watched like 50 of them. He's got yeah, the man, host. and he like <laughs> and he likes the class too. So I'm 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 uh, I'm interested there because safety is like it's either a good class or a terrible class every year. It's like. Where, where some guys go high some guys go like yeah yeah you don't even see one pick till like late first or something and um, <laughs> so i'm gonna have to get him on uh this is rock vegas podcast uh i'm gonna be on every probably every other week i got a lot of other stuff i'm doing but uh it's kind of slow right now too i'm i'm sure uh if i didn't if you you guys have the film you guys can lean on but if you guys didn't yeah. have that stuff to lean on the hell would you do a couple i i mean man it's it's tough right now like i, I know <laughs> it's just like oh so and so tweeted this guy's gonna yeah, maybe yeah. be on the block let's spend an hour talking about that yeah yes yeah, that's what you gotta do man just just you know talk about like you know whatever happens you know tyrell williams got cut you gotta go live here yeah, tyrell williams just got i did cut. forget to say that too he got cut but whatever yeah i mean <laughs> i forgot he was on the team <laughs> yeah but the uh and i liked him i spent all last offseason talking about how he's gonna have a good year I still think he would have too, by the way, but, uh, yeah. the, uh, not, nonetheless, uh, Marcus Johnson at the Mark John NFL expanding the box score, just blog, baby tape. Don't lie podcast. It's a juggernaut. It's taking off guys. Um, I watch it, uh, most, most of the times I think I've missed an episode over here and there, but I usually watch it definitely this draft season. Like I said, you guys don't actually have an off season, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. yeah, you got the draft season coming up. Um, and then what, what did I miss? I, I didn't, I only said three things for you. No, no, I think you got them all. You got, you got, them, all. All. got it. All right. Uh, again, I'm at Glenn Rockney and, uh, follow uh, me on Twitter at Glenn Rockney at rare candy pod one. Yep. All right. Appreciate you, man.